We have a moron for a president. He's a moron. I mean, everyone knows that. That's just the fact, I guess. Um, but I think he's really, really just losing his mind out there, trying to just find anything he can to prove that he did a good job with coronavirus, with the testing. And it's all China's fault. China, bad. America, good. Donnie boy had a weird way of trying to explain the United States high COVID-19 case count while also boasting about the number of tests conducted. Quote, don't forget, we have more than more cases than anybody in the world. But why? We do more testing. When you test, you have a case. When you test, you find something is wrong with people. If we don't have any testing, we would have very few cases. If de facto, if we never tested, coronavirus wouldn't exist. Why did we even start testing? We could have just avoided this whole thing if we never tested. <laughs> yeah, then we would never have it, just like North Korea. <laughs> We'd be good. We'd be set. Us and North just, Korea would be the two countries of the world without the coronavirus. Just like, like China after... After, I don't know, March 13th, roughly. Right. No more cases. Until they if decided we just, to be like, oh, shit. And then there was one day. Did you see that? There was one day where China added like 5,000 cases to it. So their graph was just like up, 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 down, 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 flat, 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 up. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. I mean. No, it's not. It's not new or surprising or different. What Donald Trump does is whatever he has to to essentially distract from whatever fuck active fuck up or fuck ups he has going on. So if he has a story, he'll either talk about something else that's unrelated or he will try to spin whatever's going on in a positive way in a manner that is if you have a basic logical brain that you could follow certain thinking step-by-step processes you'll know you'll sniff it out it's bullshit uh yeah we have the most positive case because we have the most testing we probably are uh, admittedly our testing is poor uh it's very poor if you look at a per capita basis there are a number of countries who blow us out of the water and that's still the case. And we still have the most cases because we dropped the ball from the get-go from very early on. The more and more you read this week, especially even so, more stories have come out about how warnings came out in December, January, February, all of it. And it was all ignored by not only oh. President Trump, Trump and the executive branch, but even the legislative branch, congressmen, members of, of, of uh, Department of Health and Safety, you name it. People were ignoring this across the board. This is a... Um, Monumental fuck up. Massive overall, just co- like th- not a cover up, I guess. I don't know if they were covering anything up. I think they just didn't fuck give up. a shit. They just fucked up. They didn't care. And it's funny because the one of the main doctors, the female one, I'm I'm losing, I'm drawing a blank on her name Berka? right now. Burke, yeah, her. She in one of the press conferences a couple weeks ago was going on about how oh we have all these stats that show like when there's a rise in people going into hospitals, we'll be able to target that and see if it's a hot point for future diseases, coronavirus or whatever. And it's like, that can't fucking be a new idea. Like it's pretty clear that this is, it's pretty direct knowledge. Like that's not even hard to think about. That's not some advanced stat. That's like, Oh look, 
there's a lot of people in the hospital for the same symptoms that wasn't like that a year ago. Like maybe this is a little bit more than the flu, or maybe this is not even the flu, something worse like coronavirus, for example. Right. So here, here's something that I think is an interesting hypothetical. And there's obviously going to be more layers involved if you really break it down and look at it piece by piece. But if you were to say there was another administration in office, let's just say for argument's sake, because it's most recent and freshest in our minds, the Obama administration was in office right now. Mm-hmm. And this pandemic happened. Do you think his cabinet members, the head of, of health and human safety and, and the CDC and all these organizations would have been quicker to blow the whistle or to act proactively rather than way reactively, the reactively like mm-hmm. way down the line when it was a full-blown pandemic, at that point, yeah. obviously. Um, do you think they would have been more proactive about it? Because uh, one, they d- didn't fear as much the blowback uh, or two, because maybe just arbitrarily, maybe because better people were chosen to fill those posts or, or would it have been the same? And part of that goes hand in hand with, you know, they the the Trump administration from the get go eliminated a number of procedures for the pandemic policy or or organizations or policies or whatever it was. Um, so they were kind of shorthanding themselves from the beginning. But do you think? I don't know. What do you think would have been different in the Obama administration? Let's say. I think from the onset of the Trump administration, he has spent a lot of time kind of tearing down different bureaucracies that we have, different government agencies. He said all the time that he doesn't trust the FBI, hasn't trusted the CIA, hasn't trusted this, has fired a ton of people for not like being Trump guys, essentially, or gals. Um, And for really like little reason for them to be fired. I would say that because of that, a lot of the public has lost faith. I think you even brought this up last week or the week before. A lot of the public has brought lost faith in those bureaucracies. So I think if Obama was in charge during these times, the public wouldn't have lost faith in those bureaucracies. Those bureaucracies would have felt that they have the merit to actually say something about it. And our president, Obama, as it were, or whoever it would be if it wasn't Trump, whatever, wouldn't then go directly against them at every step of the way and try and make it seem like it's a non-issue. I think that's the biggest thing. I think that uh, the argument that Trump and our girl uh, McEnany has had, I think we're getting her name right a little better every week. McEnany. Um, McEnany, our girl. She uh, she said earlier this week, and it's been brought up before, how the Obama administration had left them coffers dry of all sort of PPE. And it's like, okay, let's say that's true. Let's say that Obama left the thing fucking but, empty. But, 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 let's but, just, no, hold on, hold on, okay, hold okay, the fuck okay. on. I talk, you talk. I talk, you talk. Fuck off. Go on. Let's just say that he left them totally empty. It was four years or three and a half years. There's plenty of time to fill those back up. Like that is not a good fucking excuse. Try to blame the Obama administration, which has been in power in three and a half, four years at this point is a terrible excuse. That never made any sense to me. Like, even if that's true, which I don't, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if, I don't really trust it. I don't know what the levels ever looked like. I think it's very clear that we weren't ready. There's been many studies beforehand that said we weren't, even during the Obama administration. So I think overall it would be better, 
But at the same time, I think there would still be a lot of cases and it would end up as a pandemic because you just look at all the other countries that ended up facing it as well. So, yes, but but there's a couple of things. One, you'd think bla- – okay, so first you mentioned they they are blatantly trying to blame the Obama administration. Like you said, three and a half years later, which is such a cop-out. Like we just mentioned in the beginning of this episode, he tries to deflect and bring up other stories to blame or drive a news cycle that he can to, to, to distract from what's going on and what possibly could have been his mistakes. So to blame well, the never made a mistake administration in his life. for this is, 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 is asinine. And it's a clear and obvious, another distraction to try to throw people off and people that don't look into facts or, or just take Fox news at its word will believe it. And they'll, they'll spew it as well. Now also there was another, I'm pretty sure when Trump early on in his presidency, he essentially dismantled certain parts of uh, yes. uh, funding, right, for pandemics, specifically, like a plan. So this falls directly on him. So that's what I'm talking about. Like they, the, the previous administration, I don't know if it was Obama specifically, was in place before him, but he went out of his way to cut spending and cut entire programs related to this so that this was not in place for a situation like this. So it falls entirely on them. And so you, the, then the, then when you think about that and then the fact that they're trying to blame this on the Obama administration is insane. And again, if you look at it and think about it and read about it for five minutes, you're like, wow, this guy's just full of shit. It's totally full of shit. And it's again and again and again. The wheel goes round and round and round. I mean, just this week, he got into a press conference and uh, an Asian American uh, reporter, um, I actually think her last name is... Chang as well, but it's spelled it's Jang. So very close to perf- the Jangs of Miami, but spelled differently. So just kind of uh, funny that word. Professor Jangs. Uh, we're, we're back <laughs> in with the Jangs. <laughs> but uh, this reporter asked the president why he continues to claim that the U.S. is performing better than other countries. Why does that matter? Why is this a global competition when everyday Americans are still losing their lives? Trump responded, responded, they're losing their lives everywhere in the world. And maybe that's a question you should ask China. Don't ask me, ask China that question, okay? Um, and so I, th- a lot of people are coming out against Trump saying that he this was racially charged. I am not totally sold that it is. I think he probably would have responded to that anyways, no matter what the reporter's nationality was. But it's certainly not a good answer, A, and B, an even worse answer when going against, well, when answering a question from a Chinese-American reporter in a time that we're supposed to be coming together, ideally, to fight this as one. I mean, there's at this point, there's no point in blaming China. I mean, it's not really going to get anywhere. It's not helping anything. Right. So I would say, one... Yes, it's definitely racist. And again, he's trying to deflect and he's trying to – I think that's a multi-layered response he had that he's trying to benefit from. One, he's trying to, yes, shit on this reporter. He's trying to shit on China that he's had an ongoing, let's call it lightly, tense relationship with. Um, and, And three, he's trying to deflect again by saying, oh, you want to see our numbers? Look at China's numbers, even though that still doesn't make any sense he's still trying to put it off and spin it as a positive 
But yeah, it is. The, the reporter is uh, of an Asian descent. So he immediately boom, thinks, okay, she's Chinese. Let me shit on China and send her a little fuck you. And she was born I, in China. This, this yeah, reporter. she she was born in China. I think he probably would have responded the same way no matter who asked it, though. He's always bringing it back to China these days. But it was I a don't, still a bad look because of oh, it's a bad look. Yeah. But, you but, don't even want to get That's the point. It's not a good response no matter what. It's yeah. a deflection. Yeah. You don't want to wrong. I mean, especially when what he calls the lamestream media is just going after him every step of the way. Why give them why add fuel to the fire? I guess because I think it just ends up just livening up his base. I mean, there was more there was more rallies this weekend in uh in New York. Um everywhere, like, bro. Everywhere. they people are pissed off. They're screaming at reporters. They're they they they're going into they're coffee shops it, with fucking guns strapped on them. People yeah, are eh, going to subway with guns strapped on. They're going everywhere. Crazy. But 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 again, it's just a deflection. It's a deflection because there is no answer. There's no good answer to say, how could you justify, how could you claim that we're doing a good job by saying we're doing better than other countries when we're really not doing better than other countries and we're doing bad. We've been bad from the get-go. The numbers are still not good. So so you can't say that things are looking good. So it's just a deflection. It's the only answer is a cop-out. In a weird way, though, Georgia has still seen their numbers pretty flat. Do you think there's any chance that Georgia has been lying about their numbers? Um, I don't know about the Georgia. I think in general, the numbers are kind of flat right now. They I might are. be wrong, right? Widely Nationally, across the board. Yeah. Nationally, the numbers are pretty flat. So I would say that that's just overall. And there's a lot of states that have loosened their restrictions. So it's not just Georgia. So I would say that, no, they're not lying. I think that's literally just the trend. And I don't know. We could try to piece it together off the top of our heads with just basic bullshit and not enough science to justify it. But what would that be? We The, the numbers are flat because states are – Loosening restrictions, so there are still new cases coming up, but but then there are some people who are still staying inside, so there's still there's still a sense of 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 a shutdown. So mm-hmm. those people are going down, but more people are going out, so that's rising. So things are kind of staying flat on average. That makes sense. So it probably would be lowering a little more than it is. It should be lowering more than if, if there was, I right. would, I think, I think everyone flat. would agree if there was still a, na- a nationwide or state by state lockdown, the numbers would be going down. Right. That's hard to argue. Yeah. Right. Cause no one would be able to really transmit it. How is it going to, how, yeah. How, how is it going to transmit it? If that's okay. If that's okay. How, uh, how open have you guys been in the last week? Have you uh, Tennessee pretty open for, for the month of May, uh, at least in my city, phase one, if you would, of the reopening plan started May 1st. And it's restaurants, uh, you know, beauty parlors, um, mm-hmm. no bars or like restaurants that have bars. The bars are closed, but uh, stores, m- malls are open. Enough is open. Um, malls are open. That's yeah, crazy. Malls, and it's dumb. It's That's dumb. crazy. I live really close to the biggest mall here in my town and it's fucking packed. I drove by today. Packed packed stupid really packed. i can't believe people are why are people going to the mall i mean i don't that know. is just a freaking that and is I, a hate even like when i was a kid my mom was always like don't touch anything there's just germs everywhere in there i mean there's those play pens that they have that i, I mean i hope those are closed but so, jesus so that I, is just I, a cesspool i was so curious today because it was so crowded i looked it up 
there's still plenty of stores in there that are closed, but it was still packed. And I looked at yeah. the, the website for them all. And, you know, like, you know, like the benches and the seating areas, because yeah. husbands in general that have wives are going on sprees, they get just exhausted and they need to take a breather and yeah. sit down on these couches and stuff. Those are still, those are closed. You can't sit on those. You can't yada, yada, yada. But still, right. it was still packed. It was still fucking packed. But, but the point, I the point being like, those if you think that's not enough to 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 the people are still there they're still walking right by each other there's people you know let's think about what's in a mall you're going to have an auntie ann's and there's going to be a line even if the people in line are spaced six feet apart people are going to be cutting through the line they're going to be walking right past you yeah it's not enough you know it's not it's not going to be sufficient and it's better than what it would be normally under pre-coronavirus circumstances but it's still not sufficient and it's it's also just like that circulated air that everyone's just breathing and it's yeah. getting just thrown around. I mean, it's pretty proven that this virus can live for a long time. And, and especially probably airborne, in, just yeah. from talking, it's airborne. If, we're just, if you have it, you're talking, it's airborne. Someone walks by, you get it. What percentage of people around you are wearing masks? Would you say? Mm, I'll ballpark at 40. 40. Okay. That's not bad. Employees, I would say employees, yeah. All the employees are wearing them. Yeah, all the yeah. employees are wearing. Yeah, uh, I, I will talk about citizens, just regular customers, forty percent. Okay, well that's not bad. That's honestly better than I thought Tennessee would doing. I would say in Seattle, it's um, in well, I was stores. Working. I'm not talking about outdoors. Okay. Just in, well, what about in what about outdoors? Like in your general, if you're going on a run or a walk or whatever. Fifteen. Are you? How? What's your mask? No, I, I, I don't wear a mask when I'm running outside. Yeah, I think it's fair when you're running. I, uh, I'm, outside, I generally, I'm outside. I mean, they're at a park or I'm running on like a trail. I'm not wearing yeah. a mask. For no. And I think when you're outside, I, I do think it's a little less important to wear a mask. I, realistically, should I? Maybe it, that might make the difference between getting it or not getting it. If you have a little kid's walking by and he coughs, you know, it's, it's, he's a kid. He doesn't know any better, even though I maybe mean, he was told he can't help it at some point. But I... I'm not, I can't, I'll, I'll fucking faint. I'm not in shape enough to, to, to wear a mask yeah. when I'm running. It's like yeah. those dudes that wear the high altitude masks. I can't fucking Dude. do that. It's a death those, guys, those guys are living their best life now. It also, it's just yeah. super itchy. It's super fucking itchy after a while. Especially if any I beard held. I have a big beard and I think, I think it helps me breathe, but I think it does a, poor job of protecting me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's just more, is more crevices for air to creep in. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Do you, how would you feel about the vaccine when it pops out? It seems like they're rushing this thing pretty, pretty heavily. Are you going to be concerned about getting a vaccine at all? You'll just get it. I would, I would think, I guess what, what's a paranoid view that, that that's a private company. They're doing it strictly for profit, which, you know, they're doing it primarily for profit. Yeah. Uh, that is, you know, pretty undeniable, but, um, I think with the, the, the restrictions and testing requirements that are in place, that if this was going to be like a fatal vaccine or something, well, it, would, it would come to light and it wouldn't pass. So what's the biggest downside of getting it? What's the, you know, worst case scenario, you, you have some, like some side effects, like some minor side effects and, and it doesn't work. Well, I'd still get it. Well, you don't know that it's, it's the long-term effects. It's the long-term effects that I'm more concerned about. You don't know how that's going to manifest. You don't know what's going to happen with that. Yeah, I'd still get it. That's why I, there's there's enough 
there's so much testing, and we don't know. You're absolutely right. It's well, impossible. There's not to say so this. much testing. That's the but, problem. But, no, I'm saying there's enough requirements in place that that they could probably extrapolate and and see compared to other vaccines. Is this similar results? Blah 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 yeah. blah blah. Again, it's impossible to definitively say will there be long term effects. We will not know that. Yeah. But if it does pass, I think that you know there's a lot of of loopholes and shortcomings in general with federal regulations, but to pass a vaccine, I think is relatively strict. And if it does pass, I would be comfortable getting it. I would get it as quick as I could. I'm just concerned with the government just trying to push it out and let some trials go a little quickly just because there would definitely be pressure for that. But I would think on a, level by level basis, the levels of clearance that it has to go through or protocols that it has to go through, there would be at least one or two whistleblowers that would say, Hey, this doesn't work. And it would come to light. Yeah. I yeah. think, I think ultimately, I think the vaccine would work. I would just be more concerned about the long-term effects that you don't necessarily know what could happen. I'm not saying I wouldn't get it either. I'm just saying I, I would have some reservations, enough. but it, yeah. I think it'd be, I think it's worth doing. That's what I mean. I would get it. I, I'm, I'm getting yeah. it. If vaccine comes out, it's passed. I'm getting it. What do you think? I, I don't know enough about vaccines. What do you think maybe would be like a long-term side effect? Limp dick? Um, what, like, what, what are we talking? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's one for sure. Right? I don't know. I mean, you're always like kind of worried about cancer and stuff. Um, yeah. But, you know, if we if we believe Trump that we just don't get tested for cancer, we don't have it. So it's <laughs> – we're then you could just chalk it up as a coronavirus stat uh, yeah. and whatever. <laughs> they'll, they'll throw that one away. They could explain that one concern. away. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I honestly, I'm such not an anti-vaxxer. I'm just like fucking put, I guess the concerns with the crazy people are that they're just tracking you somehow. And they're just trying to like put something in or, your body that makes you hate guns. I don't know. Or, something fucking. Or, or that it causes, crazy. you know, it's uh, direct inject of 5g. I don't know what these yeah. are going on about. What would you be? What if they had like a uh, a nanobot that was like a five G thing, so that you would always have service? Would you be down for that? I think I would be down for that. I'm not really concerned about the government tracking me. Like all the people who like cover their, I understand people that cover up their uh, camera on there, but I have I have nothing to hide. If you want to see me jack off, if you want to see me type at the computer, whatever. Like that's you. I don't. I'm not doing anything that's bad. Like I'm not concerned about getting arrested about it. If you're concerned about that, then you got fucking like problems. And who the like I just don't care. Like I get it. Like oh, we're supposed to be land of the free, but it's like fuck, man. Like I'd rather not get someone who's doing something bad. They're watching ch- child porn, or they're concoct. There's some fucking white guy in Montana concocting a terrorist plot. Like I'd rather have that. Like I'd rather be watched and not have those things happen than not be watched. Like that's just kind of my opinion on it. I'm. Fuck it. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it too. And I agree with all that. My one downside, like I'm cool with it. I have nothing to hide. If you want to see what I'm doing, you can see what I'm doing. Honestly, it's so petty. It's so minuscule. But like one of the biggest things that I'd be concerned about that I hate is, is like the traffic light cameras. And if I yeah. run a red, well, barely I run th- a red or I'm speeding, I don't want you to catch me for that. Just let me be when I'm driving. That's the one thing I want. Don't catch think, me for those. <laughs> I, I do think that there's a degree of difference there because like the red light camera isn't 
making like it isn't child porn it's running a fucking red light like you should be caught for that like so that's where do you draw the line where do you draw that's the thing though i agree and i draw I the line again, if, severity, me, if it's a felony you should be able to caught like you should be able to be so, caught okay so how many red lights can you what if you what if you're a serial red light runner you run every red light i don't care it's and then not you're You'd have to. I'm drawing the line. A single offense. What is this? If the single offense is like so a single, felony, essentially single, single. Uh, what's the thing? Not a fucking felony. The other one, the, misdemeanor. The, yeah, misdemeanors okay, yeah. cannot. I don't think misdemeanors should be able to be uh, penalized. So what if you're, what if you're running choice. thirty red lights in one trip? It's just you know event. I did well. If you're doing it that many times, I mean, a, a cop's going to get you at some point. But, okay, fine. Fine. Like the That's laws of averages, if you're doing it that often, a cop's going to get you at some point. It's just hard. It's hard to, it's hard well, to quantify. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to quantify. And I guess that's, that's where those people are concerned, but I don't, I don't really care. Watch yeah, me, me, either. me either. Like, yeah, watch me too. I don't care. You could probably get a, a couple of laughs, you know, you get a couple of laughs. It's like Alexa. I, also- Jeff, I think, I think I've made Jeff Bezos laugh, but with, with Alexa, he's laughed at some of my jokes. He's on a he's on track to be uh the first trillionaire. How is that possible? What is his net worth right now? Like 180 billion? That's insane, don't get me wrong, that's an insane amount of money, but we're talking almost five more than five times the amount of money he has right now and, and what was it? 20 144 years? Billion. 144 billion. So, so he's making well over five times the amount of money he has right now in the next 20 years? That's crazy. Yeah. That's hard to imagine. It's it's just too much money. I mean, it goes back to Do you think there that's going to happen? Failing... Yes, yes. The way you inflation think he's be a is trillionaire. Yeah, I don't let's see why not. Back, let's look back twenty years. What do you think the richest person in the world's net worth was in two thousand? Mm, I'm going to say like ten billion. Okay, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up right now. Highest net worth 2000 chart of the day. Billionaires of the 2000s. It's Bill Gates at 60, 60 bill. 60, 60. So it barely doubled or a little over doubled in 20 years. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. So um, you're going to five more than five times it. I'm that's just hard. That's, hard. that's hard for but me to imagine. I mean, some people are saying by 2026. So that's even no that's way. no way. A quarter no of the time, way. essentially. So he's gonna no, no. I, I that I, I refuse just, to believe. You refuse to believe it. I can't. Well, I hope it. I hope it happens now. Let's say all right. Mark, 50, Mark bucks, Cuban 50, said, 50 bucks. Fifty bucks. Twenty thirty. He's a billionaire. Trillionaire, you idiot. Trillionaire. <laughs> whatever. 2030 trillionaire trillionaire fuck yeah 500 bucks i'm not doing 500 that's just too much money 200 do 100 150 all right deal sold all right virtual handshake that's i think our first bet on the podcast so people can enjoy that i think people like like to follow that people need to sure some of our uh some of our scribes like uh We'll call him SH. He'll he'll definitely make a track it. Of that. Put it in the Google Calendar. Yeah. Track it. Oh, he's he is definitely the type of person to put in the Google Calendar. He's yes, a little bit on the 
I describe him as a little bit on the crazy side. Little he's hyper yeah, hyper organized. Nice, yes. nice. No, it's very nice. When you watch him, like he'll have those Zoom chats. Um, he is like fl- he has those folders open for all of his shit, and it's impressive how organized. Hey, everybody is. needs every every group needs that oh, yeah. one guy who's gonna oh, yeah. who's like the um you know the 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 historian, the group historian. Yeah. And he's yeah. our guy, and I love it. I love, I love it. it. I agree. I agree, and it's it's, it's awesome. essential. Yeah. No, we got our guy. We, we'll keep track of this. Yeah, but uh, kind of on the tech note, actually, Google is in a little bit of hot water. Um, apparently, they've been cutting diversity programs over fears of seeming anti-conservative, which is, in a weird way, kind of meta by Google. It seems like to me. A lot of these tech companies have really been leaning more liberal and they've, as a result, been, I think, outside of Amazon, like you never hear any bad press on Google, really. Like, when do you ever? And even this article, like, I don't uh, think really Google got life. ripped pretty hard over their whole China thing. They were doing something with China about their search engines where they were blocking certain stuff in China. Yeah, but I don't think they really have much of a choice there. Like, it's they either. Got, yeah, it was either that or they aren't operating in China. But they yeah. still got fucking ripped by employees and citizens alike. I mean, I'm, I'm not. That was a big. I don't, that was a big deal. Yeah, I, just, I don't. I think that's much ado about nothing, though. Honestly, I mean, it's either you're in China or you're not in China. You're going to follow their rules. You don't have a choice. I mean, you can say the same shit about the NBA. They almost got fucking, um, Mori fired over his China comments. Well, they still don't air games in China. They even said recently they're still not going to air NBA games in China because of Daryl Morey or yeah, Rockets I, games. Excuse me. Well, not you gotta, I mean, games. if you want to deal with China, you got to go by their rules. And if you don't, they're just going to cut you. So that's the that's the ethical line. Do you do you do it? And obviously, corporations will always say, yes, Is it really we, we that need the ethical money. We take the money. Google to not include search results at the end of the day. I mean, I, guess I don't know if you're. You're, if you're a corporation, do you yeah. cave to a state media that people can argue is oppressive, wow. or do you is oppressive? Yeah, right. Or do you operate with as a news operation should with freedom of speech and expressing what's going on as objectively well, as possible? I don't know. I mean, there's an argument to be had that. Google isn't a news organization. They're just a search engine. At the right. End of the so day. do you not want to provide the objective facts as best you can? The other, I mean, the other side is you're just out, you lose that money and someone else will do it. Right. So my point would be that, of course, corporations are going to take the money. Of course they are. Yeah. I don't really blame them for taking the money. Yeah, I guess you just have to know what the company is. You can't expect Google to be – you shouldn't have the opinion of Google that it is a doer of good in the world above all else. Well, that would be no, cool. Exactly. But they're, people they're probably did not. think that. People probably at one point did think that. Yeah. And it's well, a shit think slap that in the face, a reality yeah. shock when you realize, oh, okay, they're just another corporation that's Everything's out Everything's just a fucking business and it's yeah. – yeah. I mean, that, that goes right back to this diversity case where they had all these diversity programs. They're trying to get more minorities included with coding. I mean, the numbers um, on Latinos, on African-Americans in coding fields is absolutely deplorable. 
And there's a lot of reasons for that. A lot, a lot of reasons. I mean, a lot of that starts with the schooling and a lot of the schools in underprivileged areas are poor. And as a result, you don't get this sort of training and, you know, it's not all Google's fault there, but it was good that they had programs to try and promote that. Um, and apparently they're cutting them so that way they don't have conservative media going out against them. And that's just like, that's here. That's not just in China. That's I think a lot worse. Right. And do you, do you think this is going to make a difference? Google cutting Google, right? No one's going to care if, if people are anti Google at this point, it's for a lot of reasons and probably, you know, kind of, you know, theory, conspiracy theory, whatever type reasons that they don't like Google. This isn't going to change their mind. Oh, they hired 0.7% less black programmers. Oh, I'm with Google now. They don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's not a needle mover. No, I don't think so at all. But I mean, I guess someone up in the top thought so, that it wasn't so, enough so, to cut yeah, it. So, so I guess, I guess interesting at it all that they chose to make that play, right? So what does that yeah. mean? Maybe maybe they, maybe they think that that Trump's going to get reelected. Maybe that's maybe that's the reason, right? So I they want to be in his I good would, favor. I would currently say that any reasonable person should assume that Trump's getting reelected just because the Democrats can't get their shit together. Again, we talked about this last week. It's Joe Biden's in a tough spot. He he's not making any headlines right now. No, right? No, he's not making any headlines. It's a hard time for for him to get his name out. It's there just hard to news. run. Yeah, the news is so single minded right now uh, that someone who's not in any position of power at this time for him to say something is just not that important. It's it's not I mean, not that it's meaningless, but it has no direct effect on anybody. I think the only thing really getting talked about for the most part is the Tara Reid stuff and how he's coming out against it. And there was an article posted recently um, by it was either PBS or NPR. And they just interviewed like 74 people who have worked on his campaigns. And all of them were like, oh, this is ridiculous. Joe would never do that. Meanwhile, Tara Reid is getting really nothing out of this except getting her name completely dragged through the mud. Like if it's clear that she's not trying to get any money, like she hasn't done that. I don't. What would it be? What was possibly her motivation for coming out with these allegations? Right, right. She's a I Democrat. Agree. She doesn't like Trump. Right. Like it. I don't understand what her motivation would be, except to be like, "Hey, like this happened. This isn't cool." I mean, I guess her motivation. She was a Bernie bro, maybe. Right. Right. All right. That wraps it up for part one of the podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Another Week With, Facebook, YouTube as well. All of those good places. Content coming out constantly. Subscribe. Love it because we love you.